0: Yes, uh, happy Friday, top of the morning, ladies and mantelpieces. It's Chappie, the British butler. And um, yes, I had a little bit of an orchestra earlier with my uh, hounds barking away to he's a jolly good fellow. Whether or not they actually believe I'm a jolly good fellow is another matter. But we have a dog special this week. And I was sort of thinking over the last probably six or eight weeks since we've been on lockdown, how wonderful our dear dog friends are. They really get us through the most tumultuous times in our life. Um, And I know this um, from the times I've had where they've just been a great companion at the end of the bed or the top of the bed, snuggling you, uh, never judging, uh, never getting pissy about anything just there for us unconditional love in its purest purest form so just wanted to uh you know have a special about our good fido friends uh today on keep calm and cauliflower cheese now i've never ever fed the dog cauliflower cheese they like cauliflower and they like cheese so they probably like deconstructed cauliflower cheese but i think together would cause all sorts of issues i remember my good friend jim when i was in chicago uh many years ago um my wonderful border collie eddie um who i had for about eight years before i had to put him down he went lame from all the medication for his epilepsy so my good friend jim um and i ordered a curry one night over at my apartment and whilst i was uh in the guardrobe, the little boys room, he let Eddie lick the plate of Vindaloo. So for the entire night, it was almost like uh, Big Ben going off every 15 minutes. Big Ben being the dog's bowel, having to take Eddie down 17 flights to go to the bathroom. And this was literally every 15 minutes. Worst night's sleep ever. And I still have to get Jim back for that. The amusing thing the next day, a gentleman pulled up in a Lamborghini um, and I was taking Eddie for a walk and he got out of his Lamborghini in his uh, polished Italian leather shoes and he trod in the remnants of Eddie's diarrhea from the night before, seeping up over into the shoe, lots of swearing, uh... I don't think Italian leather shoes can be dry cleaned. So those puppies were probably thrown out, I would have to say. So anyway, keep calm with cauliflower cheese. Welcome along. Uh, We're going to try to fit in two episodes this week. Uh, We've got our probably pretty standard episode. uh, Standard being exceptional, not standard being boring. And then we have the dog special. Um, It's a cauliflower dog special today. And just wanted to start off with a little poem um that i discovered and uh some of the best poems are sort of from unknown poets and this was this is one that sort of stuck in my head over the years but but all my three dogs george lizzie and jack um are shelter dogs rescue dogs my shelter days are numbered 10 10 more days until my end my shelter days are numbered eight Please adopt me, change my fate. My shelter days are numbered six, adopt a pet a week, still no one's pick. My shelter days are number four, four more days and then no more. My shelter days are number two, someone take me, I just don't know who. My shelter days are number number done, I know I'm finished, then you come. My shelter days are over, done, because you my master took me home. Absolutely beautiful, absolutely stunning and beautiful. Um, so really been thinking about, uh, dogs, uh, my dogs, especially over the last eight weeks, but they've been such good companions during a period of, uh, loneliness and introspection. Um, they give you a routine, whether it's a walking routine, the feeding routine, some of their eccentricities. My dog Jack sounds like a, a demented pot-bellied pig snorting cocaine, um, he's a, not that he does that uh, By the way, if you want a, quite an amusing uh, little anecdote Go and watch White Lines Look at the dog scenes A lot of dogs in that uh, TV show on Netflix Absolutely fantastic um, But I've been thinking because my dog Lizzie's getting very, very old um, She's declining um, Started having some seizures And uh, it's, it's quite upsetting to say the least I think she probably has cancer Uh, or a tumour or something along those lines. She's 14, so that's 95 years old, uh, human years equivalent to dog. And so I've been given this some CBD oil, which I think is absolutely fantastic uh, for dogs. Um, It really does relax them. There's different forms. I use the botanical version and give them a few drops every day. Uh, There's my uh, buddy Jack also, he has seizures. And uh, it really does seem to relax them. Um, and then half an aspirin and it's given a little bit of relief recently she's still eating drinking going outside but it's certainly her last days and she looks into my eyes and she has the um the uh, probably the biggest sorcerer eyes you'd ever see and there's a lot of love and just a little bit of sadness in those eyes so um it made me very poignant and wanting to do this podcast and a lot of stories, because people have been coping very well on lockdown with dogs, uh, as I said, they're great companions. Um, they never answer back. You never have to split the bill with them. They'll never leave food on the plate either. So washing up is, uh, is certainly not a necessity. And uh, somebody that you know I've I, I watched over the years on British television is Monty Don. He's a gardener, but he's had a couple of dogs. And his dog very suddenly... Um, passed away. And I took this quote um, from Monty and I thought it was very apt. A dog is an incredibly good way of getting you through the black periods because they love you all the same when you're feeling very unlovable. This is partly because they have to go for a walk and they have to be fed. Having a dog stops you thinking about this person you don't like very much. And I think that is a a rather wonderful um, piece um, from from Monty. And, I mean, dogs are sort of, as I said, absolutely tremendous. I mean, they serve many different purposes. And I, I don't know what it is. The newspapers, magazines recently scattered with um, dog stories. And, you know, something that has hit me quite hard over the last few years um, are the stories about these big game poachers, these awful bastards who go around killing beautiful big game um, across the world. And a rhino's best friend is a dog. They're actually trained to hunt poachers in Africa. From beagles to bloodhounds, man's best friend is drafted in to help save the lives of dozens of rhinos in South Africa, battling against poaching. Although dogs have been used for security in the Kroger National Park, which is roughly the size of whales. So, you know, I don't know, 60 miles or something like that the poaching crisis has been giving them a new role each animal in the reserves canine fast response unit has been trained from birth in a task best suited to its strengths of the breed foxhounds and beagles are naturally equipped to attract poachers detect weapons and find poached horns Belgian uh, Malinois, agile dogs similar to German Shepherds, are also adept at bite work and detaining intruders. And there's a rather wonderful picture of um, one of these German Shepherds laying into a poacher's ankle. Absolutely fantastic. All these dogs can track it in their human genes, and now they're imprinted on human scent like narcotic dogs are on drugs, says Johan van Straten of the South African Wildlife College. He described the use of free tracking dogs off the lead as a game changer. Such dogs are deployed in parks and packs that can run poachers to the ground faster than people with handlers following in helicopters. Staff at the Kruger estimate canine patrols are achieving a success rate of nearly 70% compared to 5% units without canine capacity. Depending on the breed, and this is rather amazing, the dog's sense of smell is estimated to be a, between 1,000 and 10,000 better than humans. So they can track down these stinky bastards pretty easily, which I think is absolutely fantastic. And saving rhinos, um, there, there, there seems to be a real bond between uh, these, uh, these two animals. Where rangers are once conservationists, their role has become increasingly military. 1,000 rangers have been killed around the world in the past decade from poachers in the effort to protect the animals. The trade is illegal. So anything that these dogs can do to help, which they are, again, man's best friend and rhino's best friend, is uh, is, is certainly rather wonderful. So you know, from dogs who help the survival of rhinos, something that I did uh, or certainly tried during lockdown was I had a game of uh, World Cup cheese with my dogs. So what I did, and I, I highly recommend this. I mean, I know that uh, everybody's uh, probably coming to the the end of the end of the lockdown period. Um, but something that I did was I actually got a plate of cheese, and I conducted a World Cup with my dogs. Now, what this consisted of was you know basically which cheese they do prefer so you know you could have a wonderful semi-final competition of a french brie against the english an english stilton or you could have an american craft cheese against the dutch gouda or maybe look at this look at this as a semi-final you've got the parmesan uh, italian cheese versus the spanish manchego so this, so you've got the italians against the spanish in a, in a wonderful uh, semi-final. Now, I have to say, the the dog's favourite um, was the English cheddar. They did quite like the Gouda and the Manchego. So, uh, if you have a chime, you could you could like do a whole round the world in eighty cheeses and uh, get the dogs competing in a World Cup competition and see which one uh, turns out uh, turns out the best. As I said. You know, dogs are rather wonderful. They're also, you know, very good for the um, physical and mental well being of everybody uh, Everybody concerned. Um, that I know that a research paper in Israel said it was likely that animal companions helped with schizophrenia and people to feel motivated and calmer. A UK study suggested that companionship of a dog helped children with chronic illnesses and pale for treatments and ailments. Um, there is strong evidence suggests that dog owners have lower blood pressure and lower cholesterol. These guys are absolute game changers. They should be given an Oscar. And there's a competition in the UK called Crufts. These All dogs should be, uh, should be given an Oscar. They are wonderful, as I said, wonderful companions and also very, very good for your health. The one thing, though, with dogs, and I wanted to sort of examine this a little bit today, is the dog's breath i mean it, it really does sound like my trash can just before it's about to be uh, uh, taken away by the trash man or the rubbish bin taken out by the rubbish people i feel like i had to like doubly translate here on keep calm and cauliflower cheese but the breath is awful now they do lick their behinds um their paws are often dirty um has anybody found a good way Of uh, freshening a dog's breath. Now you can get these greenies that the dogs chew. Does it really work though? Has anybody tried parsley? But I mean, I've found I've had like some fabulous French meals in my time, and I found that uh, you know some parsley at the end of the meal does stop you um, smelling like the the back end of a, a bus oozing shite out of. And and the parsley does really help. Uh, when it comes to um, freshening the breath, have you tried it on on dogs? Because I tried to clean the teeth. Many toothbrushes have been chewed up and uh, decimated from the dog. How do you get? How do you how do you freshen that dog's breath? That's that's the key. I mean, it it's got like morning breath all the time. So, I think when it comes to a dog laying in the bed and possibly spooning a dog, you want the dog facing the other way. You know, most of the time. Some dogs, I'm sure, have breath that smells like roses. Um, But as I said, the dogs have unconditional love. They always want to be with you wherever you are. I mean, they don't often understand the stress and the strain, but they see it in your eyes, certainly. Um, And my dogs are always constantly staring at me. I'm wondering what they're thinking. Are you going to get changed today? Why don't you have a shirt on? You're working from home, but you still need to dress to impress. Is this is what they're thinking? Or are they thinking any need that scrambled dog, any that scrambled egg for me? Or how about a sausage? Or how about some smoked salmon? So, two of my dogs are food obsessed. Jack and um, Jack and Lizzie are food obsessed. Um, but George is is like the restaurant critic, almost like the AA Gill of um, of dogs. Now, I mean, what dog wouldn't eat scrambled egg? And a little sprinkling of smoked salmon locks. I mean, the other two break the sort of land speed record for devouring the, uh, the, 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 the uh, scrambled eggs in the smoked salmon. But George turns his nose up. I mean, it is almost like a food critic going into a Michelin star restaurant and being served IHOP. I mean, the nose is turned up it's i mean she she really doesn't like um she you know she's so fussy i'm in a beautifully fluffy scrambled egg bit of butter dash of cream the dog doesn't like it george does not like it are the eggs not fluffy enough you know that's the that's also the uh the uh (laughs) the contentious piece maybe i need to make the eggs fluffier Maybe I have to cook it in bacon grease instead of oil, olive oil. Who knows? But George is one of the fussiest hounds you'd ever meet. So playing in the background, um, the eccentricity of British television in the 1970s and 80s is highlighted by this, uh, this rather wonderful program that was basically... A a program about dogs in sort of the Highlands of Scotland, uh, the Welsh mountains, uh, you know, maybe the Cotswolds, and it was it was really based around um, dog trainers and almost like dog whisperers, I suppose, with a bunch of border collies uh, training and herding sheep, so. Basically, it's called One Man and His Dog. I think it went on from like the mid-70s to the mid-80s. The, uh, the, the key proponent was one of the best names you'll ever hear in TV, Phil Drabble. And it was Border Collies chasing sheep around for 30 minutes. A lot of teeth whistling. Now, I don't know about you, but um, the teeth whistling is, is like one of the hardest things. I find it hard enough to whistle or, or, or blow or, or whatever you want to call it at the best of times but how on earth how in god's name do you do a teeth whistle um you know it was basically teeth whistling in yorkshire tea so the the essence again one man his dog british tv show 30 minutes border collies chasing around sheep for 30 minutes teeth whistling and yorkshire tea it almost sounds like love island without the yorkshire tea you know a bunch of a bunch of dogs chasing around um around ladies for 30 minutes uh, and sort of maybe walk whistling rather than teeth whistling um but the you know the key to the the um the teeth whistling do you need to be a expert tooth whistler do you need to have gappy british teeth does that help does the gap does the passion gap and i do not want to explain that maybe that's for another podcast does the passion gap help the teeth whistling because I mean I, I can't get my tongue between my teeth anyway but did, did, what are the what are the essence what are the what are the rudimental fundamentals of teeth whistling I mean I imagine you know the British are pretty talented and adept at teeth whistling I, I imagine the Americans maybe with an a, you know, like American set of teeth like Liberace's piano would not be ideal there's no blowholes and there's no drafts being created so I think you need the British teeth um, to uh, to actually uh, manage to do the teeth whistling. So back to back to one man uh, and his dog. So as I said, I mean it was it was a it was a rather you know crudely put together uh, TV show in the uh, in the nineteen seventies and eighties. I mean this is really the essence of, of of this. Now, so I'm just gonna play a little bit of audio. This is the essence she's of One Man his Dog. And put a bit more pressure on them now. She doesn't want to let them graze. Come on, lass. Move up on them a bit more. It's, it is Love Island, isn't it? Come on, lass. Move up on them a bit more. There we Come go. From see, she's got the power to move those sheep. She's a careful bitch. She knows what she's doing. <laughs> you can read the minds of the sheep. Pushes them safely through the... It's good. I mean, Watch that the there. i uh, got to go back for that sheet now. I mean, I think you know if this podcast takes off and um, you know I get a few presenting gigs out of it, which I envisage, I you know, I may. I think. I want to recreate one man its dog, but maybe in the Colorado, the mountainous Colorado. Get George the Border Collie as the star, and uh, come on, lass, there we go, sniff that sheep's butt. There we go, good, good lass. There we go. There's a bit of sausage here. If you get back, come on though. You know, something along those lines. I think I've, I think I've got it down. Um, so that was one man it's Dog. dog. Um, you know a few interesting points here recent studies show that saliva from a dog's mouth can actually kill certain types of bacteria researchers have found that dog saliva killed e. coli, streptococcus canis and which are both harmful bacteria and get us very sick i was just thinking that trump could start making out with dogs as another force against fighting the virus but then again, dogs do have very good taste, and they're a good judge of human character. So I don't think uh, he would have that, and he certainly hasn't got a dog in the in the White House. No president has not had a dog. Trump has not had a dog in the White House. So one of the other amazing things um, about uh, you know about the, about hounds and, and, and dogs is it dogs are actually also very very. Uh, skillful at finding truffles now traditionally pigs hogs boars are the the truffle kings and queens of the world Um, but as a dog isa who's a truffle hunting dog extraordinaire found a huge truffle recently and it's hard to find a crop of more valuable truffles prices can actually go up to two thousand dollars for these stinky little uh, cylinder pieces per pound and then you've got the ultra rare white alba truffles the problem is that they grow underground attached to the roots of trees and to find them truffle hunters traditionally have used pigs whose natural instincts for rooting behavior helped hunters locate the fancy fungi but in reality pigs have long been out of favor with hunting truffles so who's replacing them the truffle dog and in, actually in Oregon, I never knew you found truffles in Oregon. The truffle hunting dog scene has absolutely exploded. Charles Lefebvre, president and founder of New World Truffles, and of the annual Oregon Truffle Festival, which I think I do need to attend, definitely. I'd love to get my nose under some of those roots and find truffles myself. I mean, I have a large enough snout that I think I could delve deeply under the roots to find these truffles. And he points out multiple reasons why dogs have surpassed pigs. One is that they have more s- stamina than your average porker. Whoever knew your porker didn't have stamina. Um, two, they're easier to train. Three, dogs are less likely to try to eat the truffles once they find them. I mean, pork, once a porker, always a porker. will just delve into a uh, you know an all-you-can-eat feast, a blue plate special with truffles on it. You don't want to wrestle with a 300-pound hog. Well, I have done that in my day. When it's interested in chowing down on a truffle, it's the truffle hunters that use pigs. They don't seem to have their fingers. So, you know, I never knew that pigs actually, you know, could knock off your pinky finger. For dog lovers, the advantages are clear. Dogs will only scent and alert handlers uh, to truffles at peak ripeness. And... It's strongest, leaving un- uh, developing unripe truffles untouched. A hunter with a rake, meanwhile, will turn over the soil and grab whatever truffles they find, ripe or unripe, worse, rare and valuable. Black Oregon truffles actually produce fruit um, multiple times throughout the year, unless they're dug up. So, uh, you know, a, a dog truffler is, is much more efficient than our porker friends. So anyway, I think I'm going to train George and we're going to go out to Oregon and we're going to go truffle hunting. Um, I mean talking about dog sense of smell I mean my dog George turned up his nose that smoked salmon but why on earth will it turn up his nose that smoked salmon and scrambled eggs but then eat those meaty filled condom pouches that you get not literally condom pouches but you get them it's cylindrical it's shaped like a condom full of um, meat oozing out of it and dogs seem to love that why do they like that I mean and why do you dogs love the smell of sex and tampons but not you know not not smoked salmon and 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 with cream cheese and uh you know and, and and wonderful scrambled eggs who knows anyway moving on a little a little a little ditty a little joke here a burglar is sneaking through this house one night when out of the darkness comes a voice i can see you and jesus can see you too The burglar freezes in his tracks and is too frightened to move. He waits a few moments and nothing more happens so he moves forward again. Again from the darkness comes the voice, I can see you and Jesus can see you too. The burglar is petrified and too frightened to move a muscle. After 30 minutes he decides to do something. He backs very slowly and tentatively to the wall and feels around for a light switch. He switches on the light. And there, in front of him, sits a cockatoo in a cage. I can see you too, and Jesus can see you too. Greatly relieved, the burglar sighs, "Oh, it's just a cockatoo." The cockatoo looks at the burglar and says, "I might be a cockatoo, but Jesus is a big Rottweiler." So, a little poem uh, to end uh, this uh, dog special, this Fido special of keep calm and cauliflower cheese. I lie belly up in the sunshine. Happier than you'll ever be. Today I sniff many dog butts. I celebrate by kissing your face. I sound the alarm. Paper boy, come to kill us all. Look, 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 look. I sound the alarm. Garbage man, come to kill us all. Look, 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 look. I lift my leg and whiz on each bush. Hello, spot. Sniff this and weep. I hate my choke chain. Look, world, they strangle me. Ah, 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 ah. Sleeping here, my chin on your foot. No greater bliss. Or well, maybe catching cats. Look in the eyes and deny it. No human could love you as much as I do. So, yeah. As I end today, um, you know, my gorgeous Lizzie is coming to the the end of her life. Um, I'm sure she'll eat some more smoked salmon and uh, and eggs before she departs this mortal coil. I mean, she's been a, a beautiful, wonderful dog, and you know, it's wonderful to pay tribute to her. You know, took her away. She was a mother of three dogs. And she's been uh, very motherly to uh, to children over the years, and uh, and a real joy to behold. So, as we end today, I was thinking, you know, obviously number one in the charts at the moment, we have the uh, we have the dear uh, Douja cat. Is it Dujard Dujer? Anyway, so my mind has been wandering recently, thinking if Douja cat Snoop Dogg and three dog night got together for rumpy pumpy i think that would be one hell of a party probably a hashtag pet orgy anyway over and out cheerio and have a lovely weekend and i'll see you again very very soon